And thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, Season 1, Episode 7. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm having an amazing time trying to figure this all out, and that's exactly what today's piece is. It's interesting. It's opaque. It has a really long build-up. So, if you're in the mood for a slow burn, if you're in the mood for something that's a little bit more theatrical than normal, this piece is for you. It's about 50 minutes long, and I do want to warn you, it does take a while to get going. I also want to put a trigger warning on this one, but for people who like to be surprised by the content, I thought I would warn you that I'm going to put a trigger warning in, so you could skip ahead. For those of you who are still listening for that disclaimer, the trigger warning is non-consent slash rape, and I don't quite know how to put it besides that. It's, of course, not about that, it's not that kind of fantasy, but it does play a role, even if it's just a minor edge so far as the genre is concerned, and I did want to warn those of you who didn't want to listen. For the rest of you, who I guess have decided to listen to the ending first, I do hope you enjoy the whole piece. Without further ado, here it is. It's called For the Fans. just say how much it interests me that I interest you. I find the whole thing very flattering, to tell you the truth. And, well, let's be fair. You were rather persistent with emailing me. I, I didn't think anyone had that level of interest in hearing me speak. <laughs> no? No, I didn't think that I was that big of a name that somebody would hound me for this. But I am honored, flattered, all of it. And whatever you'd like to know, I can't wait for you to pick my mind. <laughs> uh, well, I'll be happy to start right there, as soon as you tell me where right there is. Ah, oh, I see we're going to try and make me blush, huh? Right out the gate. Well, mission accomplished. <laughs> Why do women find me so charming? Hmm. Well, I suppose I should give a really in-depth answer, and it should compliment me, and it should be a little bit seductive and charming. But shouldn't you ask them? Wouldn't they know so much better than me why they find me charming? <laughs> the sexiest thing about me, the sexiest thing about me is 100% that I can make you laugh after making you come. That's not too much for you, is it? I mean, you would know what your audience wants better than me. That's mm. not too much for you. Is it? I uh, don't want to make you uncomfortable. I forget, I've been doing this for a while, and so in polite company you probably don't say things like, I can make you scream, I can make you come, 
I can make you do whatever I want, as soon as you give me the power. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're really in it now. Was I nervous about this? To be perfectly honest, the answer is yes, uh, in two different ways, to tell you the truth. The first is, I don't really know what about me is so interesting or how to talk to an audience in a way that really sells me, which is kind of the purpose of an interview, to introduce yourself, to say hello, and, of course, to make people want to get to know more about you, your ideas, your work, whatever you're selling. The second thing, I admit, is a little bit embarrassing. I, well... This is odd, but do you remember the old TV show Friends? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy how it's taken on a second life on the internet, hasn't it? Anyway, well, David Schwimmer from Friends was giving an interview with a female journalist at one point, and they were in a bar or a restaurant or something, and the background noise was just too loud. So, David Schwimmer invited the journalist upstairs to his hotel room, but knowing that he was a man, and she was a woman, and he had power over her, knew that she might be uncomfortable, and asked if she would like to bring anybody else along. That way it would be two of them, versus one David Schwimmer in the hotel room. The female journalist commented some time later how thoughtful she thought this was, how comfortable it made her. And here we are, just you, and I, and I am going to be talking about sex and seduction and all the rest, and I don't know how it's going to make me come across. That is how I was nervous before we started. Would you like to know how I'm nervous now? Uh-huh. I got nervous in a brand new way, just coming in here. Well, you see, I, I'm kind of an odd duck, as you know, because you had to beg me for this much. But truly, I try not to go into things too prepared. I overthink. I ruminate. I put things in a line, and then I overthink every single step if something doesn't work right, I throw the whole thing out and I start over again and again and again. And this is really great for creative endeavors that you have total control over when you have control over the input and the time frame and the subject matter. You can keep revising, and who are you hurting? Nobody. Well, yourself. But nobody minds if you hurt yourself, so doesn't count. However, when it comes to working with others, deadlines are paramount, and so is their feedback. Why else are you working with somebody else besides to work with them? So, my odd duckness really comes out, and while I did a cursory reading of yours and your biography before I agreed to this interview, I admit... I didn't really go in-depth. <laughs> yes, 
Yes, I am nervous. Yes, I am blushing. And yes, you can make note of it. I, I am, in fact, a little bit nervous because I had no idea that this is what you looked like. Mm. Well, just to bring it back around to one of the earlier questions, why am I so charming? Because I can give an answer like that. When's the last time you heard a man give an answer like that? And thought, he might even mean it. Even a little bit. <laughs> well, it's not all that difficult, really, to seduce somebody. No. No. In fact, when I get asked about this, my answer is always the same. I don't. I don't employ seduction. Because if somebody's expecting seduction, then obviously you should either give it to them or not. And you should really figure out which of those two it is. And for me, well, I personally find a big aspect of flirtation, of what's known as seduction, kind of murky, of just trying to find a partner and interface with them. But... I find to be a core component of that that is often overlooked and certainly under-celebrated, under-taught, and under-appreciated is simply walking up to the person that you are so attracted to and speaking to them without attraction. You'll, you'll hear the occasional pickup artist talk about this. You'll, you'll hear the occasional dating advice book. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Have a mindset that it doesn't really matter. But... That's not the same thing. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is what I'm trying to do with you right now. I'm trying to engage you one-on-one. -on -one. I'm attracted to you, and you know that I am. But I am not in any way letting that attraction influence what's happening. Think of a judge on a bench. Think about a boss and a co-worker, a new hire that they don't know anything about one that they have a great deal of control over and would never touch, but absolutely do find attractive. Now, let that attraction be known. Why? Why would someone not interested in furthering the discourse of seduction make their attraction known so immediately, so directly, and then back away from it? The answer is, I can't seduce you, so I don't try. But if I let you know that there's an opportunity that I might be interested, you can ask yourself, do I want that? And as you ponder the question, I can give you some little nudges that tell you, as a matter of fact, yes, you do. So, let's break that down real quick. What is a typical seduction technique? Something that's taught, something that's been taught for hundreds of years, something that's taught in online courses now for lonely men who can't get laid. Sorry, I probably shouldn't be so gendered. There are very likely courses like this for women. I just personally don't have any experience with them. And let's face it, they do mostly have to be aimed at men, don't you think? So, 
A typical taut seduction would be yes-anding, or saying yes and confirming, saying your name over and over again, that sort of posture, that sort of attention. It's, it's not that it's ineffective. It's just not going to get you what you want, not what you really, really want. And that's important. When you're making a connection with somebody, when you realize that you're talking to them person to person, what you really want is for them to hear and see and react to you. So instead of trying to get the other person to say yes because you want them to, instead of trying to become another person, a version of you that they would approve of, that they would give everything that you fantasize about to. Instead, why not just let them know that you're interested and be who you are? It's very difficult, but can you name something that's more confident? An approach that would let somebody know more directly that you wanted to fuck them. And then, once you had that connection, once you were doing most of the talking, and they were mostly just nodding along, you would know how to further that. Oh, I think everyone knows how to further that. For instance, just the way you're looking at me right now, if this were a date, this would feel like a very good time to give you a light touch. I'd ask first. I always ask first if it would be all right. <laughs> you don't find that very sexy? Are you sure? I don't blame you if the answer is no, because what you're thinking about is probably something along the lines of, I was wondering if I could touch your shoulder, or can I touch you? Can I grab you? Can I kiss you? And I agree. That's very, very, very uninteresting, at least for two people who are just flirting. No, I do something a little bit different. I lean in close. I get my mouth next to a woman's ears. And I say, I want to feel you. Is that all right? And from there, it is my dearest hope that I get some questions, or maybe even a light flirtatious denial. Nothing is more fun than someone saying no with raised eyebrows. Don't you think? No, no means no. No always means no, and you always respect that no. But if they are giving you indications that it is just no for now and you have been respectful, that's fun and interesting. And all flirtation is a little bit nuanced, don't you think? The way that it begins, the way that it moves on through, it flows. It's always at least two channels of communication. It's always ironic. When you're flirting with someone, when you're really flirting with someone, well, 
It just flows so easily between white-black, hot-cold, up-down. Can I give you an example from history? Hmm. The former president of France, Sarkozy, he met one of his wives in an interview for the very first time. <laughs> that is true, and not only is it true, but many people watching noticed the sparks between them. There was just something, something between the two of them, the interview, the interviewee, the interviewer. There was something magical. They were always saying one thing. They were entirely meaning another. And I think that's very important. After you have laid your cards bare, after you have said what you want, then you can just be suggestive. Make it very easy. Look directly into someone's eyes like I'm looking into yours and say something like, I bet you are a whole lot of fun. And you know what I mean by that. And then get more layered, more nuanced from there. Direct and withdraw and see what happens. Another thing that you could do is just pose hypotheticals if the other party didn't really understand. Examples. You could keep giving them examples. And then they could slowly, surely make their way to you. Isn't that what you want? Doesn't that just catch you as interesting? When a man engages you, when you know that he's not just talking about fucking, but fucking you, doesn't that turn you on? <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is that all right? Like I said, I don't know a lot about interviews. Did you want to have this interview alone with me? Was that your idea? And if the answer is yes, then I suppose you can't say that you were nervous to be alone with me. <laughs> Fair enough, you don't have to answer. Let me try it a different way with everything that we've talked about today. Have you enjoyed our conversation. You have. I'm so glad to hear that. Do you want to further it? You do? Good. Do you mind if you have to pay a tiny, tiny little price for that? Well, I can't tell you. I can't tell you until you're willing to pay it. You have to say yes first. <laughs> well, 
Well, it can only get more interesting from here if you say yes. Isn't that the case? Hmm. I want you to take your recorder in your left hand and your phone in your right, and I want you to switch them off and hand them to me. Mm-hmm. I'm dead serious. And now, if you don't do it, I'm in a lot of trouble. Because that's still on record. And I am asking you to go off of it. Mm. What are you going to do? <laughs> I think you've made an excellent choice. Mm. No, you haven't turned it off yet. But I can see you considering it. I can see you thinking about it. Aren't you? It would be so much fun. It would be so naughty. And here's the best part. I can't really get in trouble either way. Isn't that? Horrible. You see, if you publish this, and I'm a shameless flirt, well, I think the transcript reads like a woman who's being seduced and enjoying it, even now. I think everyone will listen to the points I made about reporters not going to rooms alone with men, and then they'll apply it to you. I think that they'll think I brought up Sarkozy because we had that same energy. And since it's all just text, the imaginations were real. But even more than that, I think that if I keep going like this, that they'll wonder, really wonder, why didn't she stop him? if she didn't want it. You now have minutes and minutes of me directly saying that I want to fuck you. That is the first part of what I do. Now, if you turn off the recordings, if you're willing to erase a few minutes of them, I can show you the second. I can show you what happens. When the woman agrees. Come on. Let's click them off. I want to be alone with you. All you have to do is reach over and press those buttons. Hand them to me. Let me make sure. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> well... My read on you is that you are too accomplished of a woman to enjoy being called a good girl. At least, before she's been treated like one. Mm. Don't worry. I'll hand both back to you. Just as soon as I'm done with you. Now, I need to make clear what's going to happen here. Okay? Give me a little nod, a little nod. Good. 
I guess you're not too official to be called a good girl, are you, baby? Mm. Baby, huh? Baby it is. Baby, let me tell you what's about to happen. First, I'm going to give you everything you've been fantasizing about. Second, we're going to rest. Take it easy. Get our breath back. Third, we're going to finish the interview all nice and professional with clear, easy minds. And lastly, you are going to write a glowing introduction about me. Ah, 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 ah. Listen up. It's my turn to speak again. You're going to write the most seductive, encouraging, warm introductory paragraphs of your life. And you're going to do it. Because it will make me so very happy. You want me happy, don't you? Oh, I think you do. I need to confess some things. Mm. Now that the recorder is off, I need to confess just a few things. The first, I knew exactly what you looked like. I was just wondering how you would present it. I'm just like every other guy who Googles you. They see you. They see your little professional images. They want to fuck you. I want to fuck you. And I did from the moment I saw you. When you suggested that we should be here alone... It made my cock twitch. Do you like that? Well, let's prove it. Here, feel it. Feel it through the slacks, feel it through the underwear, feel how hard it is for you. Oh, yes. It is what you imagined, isn't it? This isn't something that I put forward in public because it doesn't go over very well. But this, this is one of my big secrets. It's an absolute doomsday weapon. And I keep it undercover. I keep it. Because the surprise of it is so fucking good. Isn't it? Just looking at your eyes glaze over as you feel the size and shape of it. That's exactly what you are hoping that I would, isn't it? <laughs> oh, just your gentle touch is enough to turn me wild. Do you hear me? 
I'm going to get positively beastial on you. Oh, I think this is going to get real weird for you. I'm going to mess up your hair. I'm going to come on your face. I'm going to rub it into your skin. You're going to feel it thick and heavy on your face. And then you have to turn on that stage voice of yours and ask me questions. You're going to have to listen back. When you listen back, when you hear the gap in the recording stop and start again, when you know what's transpired between us, I wonder, will you want me more then? Or right now? Right before you've had it? Or when you're remembering just how good it is? It's a huge, thick, hard cock. You didn't think I had one. I don't blame you. Men who have big cocks can't wait to talk about it. And that's without the pornography. That's without the seduction. So a man in that field, well... Obviously, he'd be ringing that bell tower as loud as he could, wouldn't he? No. I like surprising women. Especially smart women. Cynical women. Women who think they know it all. Do you know how much fun it is to turn a woman with two more college degrees than you have into a dumb fucking slut? It's not it either. I have other secrets as well. Another secret that I have is that I know how fucking funny I am. And I hold it back. I hold it back just the same way I'm about to pull up the hem of your dress. Ah, uh ah. -uh. Hands to your side. Let me do what I want with you. Better. That's much better. You like being a good girl, don't you? <laughs> Even if you hate to be called one, don't worry. I'm going to call you baby. I just have to make it sting a little first. Have to make it sting so I can kiss it all better. Did you realize that was an allusion to my fingers pressing against your pussy? Good. Like I said, I enjoy them smart. Mmm. When you came in here, you came in with such fire. Look at you now, you sitting in the chair, laying back against it, my hand just so close to your throat. Two fingers pushing gently, gently, lightly into your pussy. I hold the humor back because I don't want to make it about that. It's just like I said during the interview. It's not about attaining something. If getting it was that good, then my fingers in your pussy would be the best moment of your day. But instead, 
you know, you know it's just the start. I'm going to pull these panties off you. Is that all right? Is it all right if I pull your clothes off you? If I start using your holes for my pleasure? Is that acceptable to you? I told you, I always ask permission. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how you thought you'd never say yes to that question? And here you are, shouting it out. It's strange how... Well, you have to unlock your knees to help me get the panties off. You, there we are. Thank you. It's strange to me how a woman can be so powerful. And yet... Just really, really enjoy being told what to do. If you ask me on the record why it happens, I have no idea. But baby, baby, I love that I can use a voice on you. And you'll shout affirmations back. All as I sink my fingers into your pussy. You are so turned on. Mm. This is such a power fantasy for you, isn't it, baby? Isn't it? You are being so naughty. You're usually such a good girl, aren't you? Always crossing every T. Dotting every I. Making sure the product comes first and it represents you. Oh, 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 my God, yes, yes, and that's just my fingers, you know more is coming, here's the thing, I need to hurt this pussy and I need to make it come, mm. it'll really fucking turn me on knowing that you're asking your questions with a sore little pussy, oh, yes, it Baby, don't you love it? Don't you love it? Don't you love my fingers pushing in and out of you? Oh, I think you do. Oh, I think you like my other hand in your hair. I never asked to pull it. Can I pull it? Can I pull your hair as I finger fuck you? Huh? Hmm? Can I put my knees on either side of your lap? Can I trap you in this chair? Huh? Can I do that? Can I trap you in this fucking chair while I put my teeth at your ear? While I finger your fucking pussy? Can I? You're fucking trapped beneath me. Trapped beneath a strange man in a hotel room who's fingering that fucking pussy. You love it, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? Yes, you fucking do, and that's why you're gonna come for me so goddamn easy. It doesn't take anything to make you come, does it? Does it? Does it? Does it? Come on. Come on. Come on. You can do it. 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 Yes, 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 yes. Come all over. Come all over. Come all over. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, crying out as your body's locked in position. You know what's going to hurt even more than that? The fact that you have to clean off my fingers with your mouth now. Uh-huh. 
Open wide, baby. Here it is. I'm not going to taste your pussy juice. Mm -mm. I'm just here to make sure you understand. I am here to own you. Baby, baby, baby. Listen up. You didn't see me turn off that phone on the corner. You just handed them to me, didn't you? Ah, ah, ah. I am on top of you, on top of a chair. You have literally and figuratively no leverage here. So, this is where I need to make sure you understand. I'm going to get exactly what I want. Exactly what I asked for. Or else. Don't worry. I'm not changing the deal. I'm not changing it at all. I'm just letting you know. Just like you did, what your options are. So, here are your options. You either sell me as hard as you possibly can to every woman, every woman who reads you. If your co-workers ask you if I'm really that good, you say yes. And if you become a famous journalist, 10, 20 years down the line, if someone's asking you about your favorite interview, the most interesting people you met, I'd better be a name that comes out of your lips. Or, well, everyone finds out about you. We both know that I can walk out of this room. We both know you can't stop me. And then... It would just be my audio and my allegation versus yours. And like I said at the start, no innuendo about me is going to hurt my career. But the slightest one about you will end yours. I am just making sure we're on the same page, baby. This is what you wanted, isn't it? You wanted to find out who I was beneath it all? Well, here I am. Here I am right in your hot little hand. That should tell you everything you need to know about me. Let me guide it to you. This is how fucking hot and how fucking erect I am right now, right now telling you about this, because it does, it turns me on, it arouses me, I have you, I have you, I have you, and I can do whatever I want with you from now until the day you die, I will always be able to call in that favor. I will always be able to hold this over your head. And the worst part is, I know that pussy's still wet over it. I know how fucking wet it is. 
Because I can feel the heat coming out from you rising up over it. Because I can rub this massive cock right over your clit and saw your goddamn body in half as I do. Can't I? Can't I? Oh, both of my hands are in your hair now. Your face looks exactly where I point you and nowhere else. And this is how I'm gonna fuck you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. This is exactly the position that I'm gonna fuck you in. All we have to do is get my legs in between yours. Just one knee in between. Yes, yes, baby, this is happening. One leg in between. Push you open. Push you open. Oh, do you feel that cock, huh? Do you feel it? Do you feel how fucking hard it is for you? Hmm? I've been thinking about this ever since that second message. I pushed you away with one. When you came back, I knew that you wanted to play, that you really wanted to play. <sighs> oh. oh, just think. Just think how much fun it's going to be for you when you type this up, when you send it in, when you see it in print. You thought you were seducing me. You thought I was playing along with you, and then I took what I wanted from you. Oh, my God. I love your little body, all limp, all stuck beneath mine. Oh, this is fucking rolling my shoulders and making my back burn. But it's worth it. It's worth it just to keep you pinned in here. Now remember, when I start coming, you need to tilt your head back. God damn. I don't think you're afraid at all. Either that... Or fear makes that pussy wetter than it can normally be.
Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh. Come on, tell that head back. Tell that head back. profile picture. <laughs> no. You can't go to the bathroom and wash that off. That's not how it works. We sit down, we finish the interview, and then, then you can do what you want to do. Because until you leave this room, you do what I want you to do. Now, how about we turn that recording back on? I have a few more things to say about how important women are and how they need to be taken more seriously. And here's hoping you enjoyed that piece. There's a question I get asked from time to time. How do you come up with these stories? How do you come up with so many of them? Well, as I've said many times before, about half the ideas are just from fans. They'll send in a fantasy or a request, and I'll either take it whole or build off it from there. However, the other half of the time, it's all me. And what I like to do with this kind of storytelling, this medium, is work backwards. I like to have the idea of a scene and then try and figure out all the ways that I can go ahead and get you there. Get you to that point while still having you enjoy it. Why? Well, to be perfectly honest, it's the exact opposite way that I write anything else. I always start at the beginning and finish at the end. And when I first started doing erotic audio, that's exactly how I did this too. But... One day I realized that these pieces are kind of like superhero movies. They're kind of like action movies where Stallone or Schwarzenegger is on the cover. You see, you know that they're going to win the superhero or the action hero. It's only a question about how they do so, who they're up against, what happens over the course of the movie. Once I realized that, I realized I never get tired of action movies. Not really, not as long as I don't consume too many too quickly. And it's the same way with these kinds of stories. It became very freeing, really opened me up. And I have to say, I keep surprising myself as a writer, as a creative, and stories like this occasionally come out. When I complete them, when I look at them, I just think, that's very interesting. Not everybody would have made those choices. Not everybody could have written that. So, if you enjoyed today's experiment, thank you. Know that I appreciate you very, very much indeed. And 
know that I'm still having fun. Know that I'm still surprising myself and creating things beyond what I thought I'd create. And I don't think that I'll be stopping anytime soon. It really is a lot of fun, and you empower me to do it. You and all the other ladies of the night. If you enjoyed this little peek behind the curtain at what I'm doing, then you really, really quite enjoy me. And if you haven't yet, would you maybe consider reviewing the podcast? Sharing it with a friend? If you're brave enough, sharing it on social media? It would mean the world to me. Not everybody does what I do, and not everybody gets what I do. That's probably enough of me begging for likes and retweets for one week. Will I see you again for the next one? It's probably not going to be as weird as this one, but hopefully it's just as much fun, or more so. Thank you again, and no matter what, have a wonderful rest of your week ahead of you.